Episode 1. Why School of Duda? Hello and welcome to the first ever podcast for School of Duda. I've been wanting to begin this podcast for a long time and now I'm excited to say that we have begun. So thank you for joining me. Before anything else, I would just like to let you know that there is a free transcript and vocabulary list available for this podcast. You can go to my website, schoolofduda.com, and sign up for free to get access. If you do find this podcast challenging to understand, then I recommend reading the transcript while you listen. It's a great way to learn. Okay, first things first, I should introduce myself. My name is James Sutton, and I'm a British English teacher living in Sao Paulo. I've been living and teaching in Brazil for over 10 years. I have a Brazilian wife and a six-year-old daughter. I'm passionate about many things, but I'm especially passionate about languages, education, and coffee. My perfect day ideally begins with these three things. Wake up, make coffee, learn languages then make more coffee, and more coffee, and more coffee. You you get the idea. My interest in languages began over two decades ago, when I started learning German at school. Then, when I moved to Brazil, I learned Portuguese, and in recent years, I've become slightly obsessed with Spanish. Slightly obsessed means a little obsessed. But, to be honest, I'm completely obsessed with Spanish. Though my curiosity to learn is not limited to just languages, I have a fascination for learning about all kinds of things, which may sound like a good habit for a person to have. After all, it's good to be curious, to be open to new ideas, to grow your knowledge. However, I have come to realize that too much of a good thing can be bad for you. My desire to learn can sometimes become an unhelpful distraction. I have to remind myself to focus on the things that are really important to me. This might be one reason why I had originally planned to launch this podcast in January, and it's now September. Thankfully, I have a strategy for dealing with my habit, my addiction to learning. And in a way, I hope this podcast will be part of the solution. They say, find something you are passionate about and then try to find a way to make money doing that. This more or less describes my approach to teaching English. For the last six years, I've been creating English conversation courses. I've written about more than 40 different subjects, topics that I wanted to learn more about. Wine, artificial intelligence, storytelling, graffiti art, the great philosophers, films, meditation, the human brain, the mind, consciousness, colonizing Mars, comedians, coffee. Obviously, I have an English course about coffee. Creating these courses involves spending many hours researching these subjects, which is something I really love to do. Then the challenge is to explain them in a simple, interesting and entertaining way so that they're accessible to my intermediate or advanced level English students. This way of teaching has proven successful, and importantly, it gives me the perfect excuse to spend my time learning about the things I want to learn about. The famous scientist and educator Richard Feynman once said, if you want to master something, teach it. A great way to learn is to teach. 
The main purpose of this podcast is to create compelling and comprehensible content for intermediate level English learners. Compelling simply means interesting and comprehensible means it's understandable. You don't have to understand 100%, but ideally somewhere between 50 and 95% is good when learning languages. The other secondary, somewhat selfish purpose for this podcast is to give me yet another excuse to spend my time researching the subjects that really matter to me. So my plan is to keep the focus of this podcast quite open and discuss a wide range of topics. There will obviously be some focus on learning languages, where I will try to share tips and techniques for how we can learn languages more effectively. Finally, I also hope to talk a little about my life and some of the experiences I think would be entertaining to share with you. Okay, so that is enough introductions. Let's get to the subject of this podcast, episode one, Why School of Duda? I decided for the first podcast that a good place to begin would be to explain why I named my language school, School of Duda. There are really two reasons why I chose this name. If any of my friends or family are listening to this, then the first reason will be very obvious to them. But for anyone who does not know me, then let me explain. I have already mentioned at the beginning of the podcast that I have a daughter. Her name is Eduarda Maria Sutton. In Brazil, it is common for girls with the name Eduarda to also be called by the nickname Duda. This is what I call my daughter most of the time. Rarely do I call her Eduarda, unless she has done something naughty. This means she has behaved badly. If I call her Eduarda, it is normally when I'm running out of patience. Most of the time, everyone just calls her Duda. I've discovered that this is quite a strange name for English people. I remember introducing my daughter Duda to one of my English aunties for the first time. She replied, Oh, James, that's terrible. You can't call her that. You'll have to think of a real name for her. Duda is spelled D-U-D-A. But in English, there is a slang word, Duda, spelt D-O-O-D-A-H which is a word that you use when you can't remember what to call something or you don't know what something is called. For example, if you can't remember the word for the TV remote, you might say, please, pass me the doodah. It's the same as saying, pass me the thing or thingy, as we like to say. My auntie seemed to think that we were either too lazy to think of a real name for our daughter or we simply kept forgetting what her, her name was. I tried to explain to my auntie for about five minutes that her name actually is Duda, but I don't think she understood. Anyway, School of Duda was of course inspired by my daughter, but not just because I love her so much, but because School of Duda was created as a result of the pandemic. During the COVID pandemic in 2020, my daughter's school closed for about six months and I became her teacher. And in many ways, she became my teacher too. Luckily, as an English teacher, I could continue to work and earn money. Instead of teaching my students face to face, I simply did everything online. My wife was also able to work. So during the day, I was looking after teaching 
but mostly playing with my daughter. Then at night, I would teach my students English via Zoom. This was my life. In many ways, I was grateful. I was kept really busy and I got to spend a lot of priceless time with my daughter. Compared to many people who suffered terrible situations during the pandemic, I considered myself to be fortunate. However, if you are listening to this and you are also a parent of young children during the pandemic, then you will likely understand what I'm going to tell you next. Trying to keep a small child entertained all day, every day, by yourself in a small apartment when you are completely isolated is no joke. Trying to find time to video call your friends and then listening to the friends who don't have children talk about how nice it is to have so much free time to relax, play online quizzes and spend hours baking sourdough bread was also not very funny. I won't go into too many details because I want to keep this podcast with a light, happy, positive feeling. But here we were, feeling exhausted, trying to find time to work, look after our daughter, and individually wash every item of food from the supermarket just in case someone had sneezed on it. Every day we were being told to avoid catching a potentially deadly virus, and my daughter is licking the buttons in the elevator just to provoke me. To put it simply, I, like many parents, had a bit of a stressful time during the early days of the pandemic. I'm telling you this not to look for sympathy. That would be ridiculous. Any suffering I experienced during the pandemic does not compare to the incredible suffering many people experienced around the world. Rather, I'm telling you this because it was due to this stressful experience that I was inspired to create School of Duda. In order to help me deal with this stress, I spent every spare moment I had trying to learn and deepen my understanding of meditation, spirituality, neuroscience, how the brain and mind works, anything that would help me to cope better with the situation. And as we said earlier, a great way to learn is to teach. So I started writing a new English course called Intrinsic 21 a personal development course written for non-native English speakers containing 21 workshops for the 21st century. Basically, this course contains all of the knowledge that I learned during the pandemic and from my time spent with my daughter. This is why I created School of Duda and I've been teaching my personal development course to English students online ever since. But wait, I said there were two reasons why I chose this name. Well, the second reason relates to my obsession with Spanish. During the pandemic, I tried to find a little time every day to listen to Spanish. In truth, this normally involved forcing my daughter to watch Spanish cartoons on Netflix while she complained that it was not in English. If you're a native Spanish speaker listening to this, then you'll already know that in your language, the word duda simply means doubt. Now this might sound like a strange word to use to name a school. If you Google the meaning of the word doubt, it gives you the following definition. A feeling of uncertainty or lack of conviction. The synonyms of doubt are not any better. A synonym is a word that has the same or nearly the same meaning. Synonyms for the word doubt include 
uncertainty, indecision, hesitation, suspicion, confusion, etc. Not exactly positive sounding words to inspire students and represent the values of a school. In fact, quite the opposite. So why then am I making this connection between School of Duda and the word doubt? The answer relates to the famous American physicist Richard Feynman. This time, one of his other quotes. In his book titled The Pleasure of Finding Things Out, he wrote, We absolutely must leave room for doubt, or there is no progress and there is no learning. There is no learning without having to pose a question, and a question requires doubt. In this quote, the meaning of the word doubt is very different from the definition Google gives us. At least in my interpretation, Richard Feynman is telling us that we should never be so arrogant as to believe that we have the absolute truth. We can never be 100% certain of anything. We must always stay open to the possibility that what we believe to be true today is only our best current understanding and that one day we may discover a better way to understand things. We should never simply accept the facts we are told without questioning everything for ourselves first, both from the individual's perspective as well as society as a whole. The only way to progress is to grow and learn, and this requires us to stay curious, to continually ask new questions, and to challenge the status quo. It requires us to doubt. Today, the total knowledge we as a civilization have discovered is really quite impressive. And yet, it is funny to think that it really was not long ago that the majority of people believed the Earth was flat. Now, if you went to the edge, you could fall off. It's also funny to think that some people, thankfully a minority, still believe the Earth is flat. But let's not get distracted. My point is that if humanity is still here in another thousand years, imagine all the things that we believe to be true today that will turn out to be completely wrong. No doubt, if we could learn these things now, it would blow our minds. Therefore, it is wise for us to be humble about how much we really know. We should allow ourselves the freedom to ask stupid questions and make mistakes. And, perhaps above all, take pleasure in the excitement we experience each time we learn something new. Richard Feynman was born in 1918 in New York City. He was an incredible scientist and became famous for being a theoretical physicist and educator. Bill Gates once described him as the best teacher I never had. He loved teaching and had a talent for explaining complicated concepts in a very simple and often funny way. In 1965, he won the Nobel Prize for his contributions to the development of quantum electrodynamics. I'll add this to the vocabulary list just in case there are any science enthusiasts listening to this. Feynman was considered by many to be a genius, but what really made him a great man was his curiosity. His fascination for the world was contagious. He often said that he was not a genius, that he was just a regular person who studied hard. He believed that anyone could learn anything 
if they are interested enough and prepared to invest the time. I agree with him, and I feel this is especially true for learning languages. I really believe that anyone can become fluent in a foreign language as long as they want it enough and they are prepared to put in the time. In reality, this means hundreds and even thousands of hours of listening and reading practice. So that is why School of Duda is called School of Duda. I hope I can capture a little bit of the magic and imagination of Richard Feynman. I want the values and philosophy behind School of Duda to stay true to his spirit for learning. Okay, so we have reached the end. I will stop now because I want to try to keep these podcasts short. I really hope you've enjoyed listening. Remember, if you go over to schoolofduda.com, you can get the free transcript for this podcast. You can also leave me a comment there if you have any thoughts about this podcast or future episodes. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please consider sharing it with a friend. You can also leave me a review on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you happen to be listening. Okay, thank you once again for joining me, and I look forward to talking to you in the next episode. Until next time.